0: Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How we doing Dave?
1: Yeah, not bad, not bad. Got something a little different today.
0: Very different, yeah. So what we've done is we realised that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown, we had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about Battle of the Treks. we talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff, and we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts because, like you said, Dave, they're, they're Sitting down listening for an hour?
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of we had a couple of special guests, didn't we? We had a we new did. head of operations over in Nepal. Yeah. Uh Lee Wardle, Ironman Triathlete, um, gym owner, an all-round nice guy. Um, yeah, and there's there's so much good information and good content there that and not everybody is on Facebook or yeah, can sit there and watch a video for an hour and a bit doing nothing. So yeah, this is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear,
0: uh, podcast.evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, yeah, today, Dave, we were we were kind of looking at, you know, what we were wanted to talk about today, and we were like, let's talk about weather. Yeah, we're
1: British. <laughs> it's only right that we have a good old conversation about the weather yeah um yeah you know so it's it's something we've all got to fight on every single trip that we go on and it's something that i think we've you're amazing at ignoring well the weather yeah it, it doesn't really affect you in any negative way where if i wake up on a sunday and we we've agreed to go on a hike and the rain yeah. is lashing against the window the first thing i think is okay so when we were going to reschedule <laughs> you wake up the rain's lashing against the window and you yeah. think this is amazing this is the best thing that could have
0: happened it's uh it's all character building dave i think if you've, uh, if you've ever been on a training weekend with us clearly we plan them for the summer because you know summer in wales means rain mm. um you know which is so all winter. planned and so does winter and so does the rest of it spring um spring yeah any, any other seasons autumn Autumn. there we go there we right. go there we go <laughs> pretty much rains a lot it's not raining today though um, anyway, I sound a bit like Michael Fish giving some, okay, so today it's gonna to be a little bit cloudy in the north. I, I kind of want to get away from that. But no, we want to talk about weather because we, we have had questions around, you know, different treks at different times of the year. Yeah. And, you know, what's the weather like at different times of the year? And so if there's any questions around this guys, do post them in before we, we kind of delve deep into it. You know, we'll start off talking about the, the kind of usual trips, mm-hmm. um, you know, on, on a basic level. I mean, if for instance, you were thinking about dates, you were thinking about your trips, all you have to do really is to go on the website the dates that we do choose anyway are there for because they're in the best weather regions uh weather regions where the weather, uh, the uh, ranges, i should say um so for instance i, I, so we, I was going to say we do want to put in wales <laughs> that's not strictly the best weather no no no, no but like we're, we're talking about like um, nepal you know we yeah. start with nepal um and you know the spring and the autumn trekking seasons yeah you know the reasons we put dates there is to fit with the best weather because we you know we don't want that to impact the trip in in some way i mean naturally you go into the himalayas it's going to be challenging weather can happen at any time it's just like here in the uk uh, or even australia you know weather can come out of nowhere sometimes and some mountains and some mountainous regions they seem to have their own microclimate They're, the mountains make their own weather don't they mm-hmm. um and you know so it doesn't matter where you go but i think generally there are some preferred times to go um, and I know you have know, talked about the pool. We talked about the spring spring is a little bit different to the autumn, isn't it? I also find spring is a bit more lush Yeah, definitely in the in the heavy, layers, heavy more flowers. flowers
1: really difficult yeah. even for me to take a bad picture in spring. Yeah, and um, just because all the flowers the cherry blossoms Particularly a memory I have walking down from Tenboche. Um, you go through these rhododendron trees. Yeah, and when they're in bloom, they look beautiful um, yeah, I think also with the spring you're coming off the back of winter yeah. and going into the monsoon so it's one of those where later in the season you might experience more rain um and i know we had a couple of Lukla flights delayed um in late uh, mid to late may um in the autumn it's the opposite you're coming off the monsoon so you're more likely to get sort of weather delays in the, yeah. the early september period um and although it's not spring so things aren't blooming mm. i love the cold crispness of the himalaya oh, where especially it, in the mornings the, the sky is like glass mm. when you wake up. Um, so you can just see all the mountains revealed perfectly. And yeah, it can be cold, but I don't mind the cold. I like. It, I mean, I say I don't mind the cold. I don't like sleeping in the cold. I don't like waking up in the night to go to the toilet and it's minus <laughs> five, minus 10. But I like trekking in the cold. Yeah, yeah, Because too, me too. it means you can kind of exert yourself without the risk of overheating, which is yeah. why if someone, you know, bent my arm behind my back and... I think my personal favorite time of year to go is probably the end of autumn. Yeah. I mean, end of autumn,
0: early early winter. I mean, any time you go, yeah, as you have said, any time you go to Nepal, and you know, a lot of evertrekkers on here, you know, have already been to Nepal. Um, you know, any, any newbies that haven't, um, you know, definitely any time you go, you're gonna have a great time. But, you know, the, on, the, on the shoulders of the seasons, if you like, so you're looking at the, the March time, um, you know, which is early spring, maybe coming off the back of, of winter, it it is colder. You got a chance, more chance mm. of snow. That when you go then to the end of that season, sort of the May into June, you know you are risking it because it's starting to warm up a bit. So there might be a bit more rain as you're going down towards Lookout, for instance. I know, not sure if Mick's on here this week, but um, uh, off off the back of his trek um, uh, to Island Peak, where he did Ultima Island Peak, um, and that this was in in May. Um, the the last day he got drenched on the way back to Lookout. I know we've done it. But we went in September and talked about. <laughs> I know that's haunted your memories. That, that was
1: hara- well. This is where I kind of get to. I get to boast and talk about how manly I am. That so we had a couple <laughs> of clients with us who didn't have rain jackets. That's right. So I gave. Heard. I had two. So I gave them away, thinking it's unlikely to rain, but they'll feel more comfortable having them. Mm. And then, the heavens opened. The heavens above <laughs> the heavens opened. Every single heaven that's ever existed opened, and it was just oh, I was like a drained rat. I didn't have a single waterproof item on me. It was, um, I did. I
0: bought an umbrella. You did avoid bringing an umbrella, not ashamed of it. And uh, it was it was funny though, because I remember getting to the getting to look there. Probably, i fair dues, you, you were great, you waited to be a dad. I was probably what an hour yeah. hour and a half ahead of you. Yeah, I think you abandoned me. Yeah. Um, it's the end of the trip, you know, <laughs> <laughs> After customers. But the um, I remember getting back and peeling the layers. And it was like peeling a layer of skin. It formed that closer bond mm. with the amount of water that happened. But anyway, that is September. I know there was a quick question, and and it didn't sound like September is awful. It's not. It can be amazing. No, it can. It's just early. We, but we went a bit early. It's, ris- in it's risky, isn't it? It, it, it? it is a risk.
1: If you go to September. Yeah, you, like mm. rather than avoiding those seasons, I just yeah. you know it's just better to prepare yourself. Yeah by having a, perhaps, you know, if you are, cause sometimes people can only go in September, they can yeah. only go in like the end of May. Um, and that's really when the most day, like the other side of it is winter, so it's cold. To yeah. me, that's just like, okay, you're cold, but it doesn't really cause any major issues. It's the monsoon that creeps in towards the end of May, and then it creeps yeah. in, um, and then it sort of lingers <clears> into September. Um, you just need to be aware of that, and you can yeah. still go, have an amazing time, the views will be stunning, um, but just have a few extra days, perhaps, um, as a bit of a buffer, so if there is a delay, like yeah. we had a delay, but luckily we had about three extra days. Yeah. Um, we had
0: a few, exactly. We, were, so, we weren't in a rush to get back.
1: Exactly. So yeah. I mean, no one wants to hang around in Lucknow for longer than they need to when they yeah. want to get back to Kathmandu, and obviously the the adverse is the converse is probably even worse where you want to yeah you want to get there but the flight's delayed. But there were guys over there, Anuj and his team. <laughs> I mean, this is why again we only use like local support and local local staff because they are able to respond so quickly to changes in weather. Yeah. Because they've got those connections, they can speak to people, we can have helicopter backups. Um, so yeah, we've really I mean, I can't remember a time where we've not been able to, you know, manage the weather in a way
0: that, you know. Yeah, there's always something can be done. There's always something. I mean, this is when you have um people on your side, it's a lot easier to to kind of think okay right they, they can uh, you know make that happen for us um you know because it is challenging you know I I, I went there you know before evertrek even existed and uh, you know I luckily I had a, a, a local guide um who kind of sorted things but it was it was looked after I felt like I was being looked after and, and it made a heck of a difference mm-hmm. um that if I'd have to handle that on my own um, and it you know it really really does make a difference and yeah I think it was Georgie actually who asked you know, how was it at the end of September when I'm there. The, you know, the end of September going into October is actually a really nice time to track. Um, it's just, as Dave mentioned, there, you just have to be prepared that sometimes it does rain in September. I think whether it's, you know, climate change or, or whether it's just, uh, you know, maybe kind of a, just the way it is at the moment, um, you know, because it's, it kind of ebbs and flows. Um, and you know, yeah, George, you don't want to rain on your parade. Um, excuse the nice. Um I know have to get it in um But yeah, with uh, some people are moving to October, November, and then we're trying to maybe uh, squeeze a couple of trips in into December, just because the season's kind of moving a little bit. Um, but look, if you want to stay in in September, mate, we've got a lot of people going this mm-hmm. September. It's um, you know, it, you will have an awesome time. I've but been. Just bring. Yeah, you've been. You, you've been yeah, I've, I've I've been twice in September, and you know, had an amazing trip. So yeah, yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna have an awesome time, mate. Awesome time. Just yeah. bring do bring the um uh you know the waterproof just in case
1: yeah exactly um yeah. i always you know pretty much on every trip i go on to even when we mm-hmm. went to morocco which was roasting yeah you know still have my waterproof trousers in the day pack they sort of sit at the bottom of my day pack permanently to be fair because <laughs> you just never know when you're going to need them um and my Gore-Tex jacket is always either being worn or in the bag anyway because it's a great wind stopper keeps keeps you warm um we should probably talk about the second or not the second the other most popular trip that we have, yeah, um, which is Kilimanjaro. Um, you don't so much have the, weather doesn't really cause delays on Kilimanjaro because it's only an international flight. We can walk in the rain, but I say it's pretty
0: much the only climb where you're gonna guarantee to get a couple of showers. Especially the jungle regions, Yeah, as you're going through there, yeah, you can, um, cause I forgot who, who asked, it might've been Diane actually asked about, you know, of all the trips, which is the one that gets, rained on um yeah there we go like to be rained on um hey diane uh yeah it's and and you're right Killy's the one isn't Killy, it yeah. if, if it's going to be one especially lower down even for a day um you see all the, the porters and, and the guides. you know they've got ponchos with them um you know so I highly recommend bringing a poncho for Killy yeah. just for the first day or two and it goes over your day pack as well i mean because most people have got like waterproof covers for day packs it they usually come with the bags if they don't and your bag hasn't got one. Highly recommend getting one for for um, killing. Yeah. Um, just to keep all your gear nice and uh, nice and, and dry. Yeah. Um, and also as well, some people they have dry bags in their day pack. Um, so just to keep if you've got like power banks or anything you yeah any electrical goods you, although you, you you kind of trust your bag and you trust the the waterproof cover of the bag, it just gives you a little bit more confidence. Yeah. Um, that if it does really lash down, that your stuff's all right. Yeah, I mean, Achilles, it creates its own microclimate,
1: doesn't it? So yeah. you're guaranteed yeah. to get a few showers, particularly probably in the first, I would say, four days. I think yeah. the last shower we walked in was Lava Tower Day. We got to Lava yeah, that's Tower, right. yeah, it yeah, started, yeah. and then we had a shower pretty much going to Barranco, and then it didn't rain yeah. again. Um, so And that's because from there, you're leaving the jungle area around yeah. you and going into like the Alpine Desert region. It's a fascinating, though, because you can be in moshi yeah. and it'll be 30 degrees, and it'll be boiling, not cloud <laughs> in the sky. You Take a 20 minute drive to the Lemosho gate where you start trekking, yeah. And within five minutes, it'll shower on you, but it, yeah, it'll still be dry and moshy because Killy, it could, like when you see the pictures of it poking through the clouds, yeah, it's got about five different sort of climate zones in there. It's yeah, it's but I definitely noticed the difference when I was there because as you remember, and I forgot waterproofs. <laughs> I do remember because Kili you had
0: to wear those really, really tight waterproofs, yeah,
1: that the guide gave me, <laughs> and they were the. Yeah. Like they didn't, didn't fit good. very well. Yeah, those, they're fit boys. Yeah, they're fit boys. They I was afraid to sneeze the whole time I had them on. Um, they were good though. They were um they art- to terex. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've noticed the big difference though between sort of in Nepal, you probably won't see that many people wear ponchos, maybe the porters and stuff yeah. like that. But on Kili, everyone uses them because the showers come and go so quickly. You don't want to start get changed with trousers. It takes time. Everyone whips a poncho yeah. over walks in the rain whips it off again stuffs it in a pocket and that's pretty much how they deal with it
0: and it's you know and even this is any time of the year because right? there are dry seasons and you know some of our trips do run then but sometimes it yeah it can rain can't get it especially with the jungle it can do you can get lucky um and it doesn't um but I think it's just good to be prepared um for it you you if you go in 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 the dry season um you know so if you're moving in sort of middle of the year then you know you're gonna be you're gonna be probably fine, but you know it's just good to be to be prepped for it. Leo's asked a good question actually. Do you get bag sweating, Kelly? So two things that means like either the bag kind of getting its own humidity, yeah,
1: yeah. or the bag sweating, or <laughs> the big patchy leaves on your back. <laughs> I think um, it's internally, right, Leo? Yeah, because yeah.
0: yeah. oh. it's not that I've not noticed it. No, really. it's not as because I know with, with the tropical regions, yeah, especially in Australia, it does. You can get a lot more humidity. It's kind of a it's a different feeling. Um, on Killy. I've never known it. That being said, it'd be interesting to hear if anyone else has had that experience. I never never had that problem. Um, I've not heard of any ever trekkers having that problem. But no. would be would be interesting to hear. I've never experienced mm. it,
1: but it's it's because the temperatures I don't think are that high. Um yeah. you know so although yeah although it's raining it's probably raining for different um yeah. you know different reasons than it is perhaps in the tropics. Yeah. Um it's more to do I think with like convection and clouds and things like that. But um yeah it's never something that i've actually dealt with i mean i've yeah. had it loads of times where my you know when your stuff gets really cold and it gets like that layer of ice on it um in direct chef i woke up and i left my duffel bag open yeah in the night which i always recommend closing and sealing um but when i opened it uh i left it open and yeah there was a layer of like frost on there so all the clothes nice. I had on that day were like a bit damp and a bit cold <laughs> so that was fun so <laughs> yeah just but, um, you know, I've never had that
0: uh yeah sweat Georgie as well, yeah. Can't be any worse. Scotland, uh, Scotland, mountain in winter. That's what Gore-Tex is for, exactly, mate. Exactly. It's um, it's a very good point. And I, I also, who was it that put in here? I um, would put it something about crisp Packets. Here we go. I think it was Jane actually, someone I follow on Insta uh, refers to a waterproofs as crisp Packets. Exactly. Um, that's exactly what they're like. Hopefully, I mean, you would sweat if you wore a crisp Packet. Just putting it out there. Mm. Um, but yeah, really, really good point. So yeah, that, that, that's Killy uh, in a nutshell. It's Again, can rain any time of the year, um, but you know, if you're going in dry season, you know, nine times out of 10, you'd be fine Yeah, um, across the whole trip. Any other time of the year, you know, definitely be prepared. Um, and, if, but once you're above the cloud cover, it's amazing. Um, I mean, we, it, you can get some snow. Um, you know, if you go in sort of earlier in the year, like we went February into March, you can get some snow on the summit sometimes, which is yeah. pretty nuts. Um, you know, it's mad thinking that you're looking down to the, the kind of plains of Africa. Which you know are arid and dry and, and quite clay and red, and then you're on this, you're on a, a glacier on top of a you know a, a, okay a dormant volcano um, that's got that's starting to snow. It's just it's just surreal. But yeah, again, part that's, that's one of the reasons. Why it's I'm strange. It. Um, I tell you what, I was the, hmm. the biggest thing that kind of shocked me with Kili was just how
1: like vast Kilimanjaro is it's because it's, it's sort mountain. of like a mega volcano, isn't it? Yeah, it's not like one of those. It's not like the ones i used to think of as a kid you know where you can you can really kind of get a sense of the crater when you're on mm. the crater rim which is where uh, kibo which is where we trekked to which is the highest point on the crater rim you wouldn't really know except for when you were looking on a certain part so you were actually walking along the crater um but it is fascinating yeah i, yeah. I love I, i've gone back in february i think definitely mate
0: um yeah because john's going isn't it i think john so, yeah. from reckon
1: we haven't, we haven't firmly landed on a date yet but we're
0: thinking preliminary february oh nice yeah do it dave smash it mate just reading some comments here oh marky V, incidentally congrats to the Wheels for getting to the world cup thank you mate yeah first time in 64 years uh yeah um qatar well we, we've been to qatar a few times uh, yeah. not for football but yeah you never do you think it's coming home it's it's already home for us you know to be fair we uh we're happy just to get to a World Cup, but you never know. I mean, come on, man, that's a very defeated attitude, mate. <laughs> no, I'm 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 really happy whatever happens. I really am. Yeah. But we're playing England, which is gonna be I great. Think they so could win. For you guys. Is it coming home for for England? Who knows? I think England got a strong chance. Anyway, I know we digress. Um I I could talk about football all day. Um, but yeah, wish England all the best as well. And um any other country that's in there, um, yeah, good luck. It's gonna be great. Well, we got USA, um, England. And i can't i'm thinking israel or around i can't remember now mm. but yeah it's going to be it's going to be really good it's going to be some good stuff um anyway why not test out the flights to qatar you can do that in november december um and yeah you, you that's all halfway maybe you could stop there halfway on, on on route to another trip right that would be a good idea yeah um although it will be expensive because uh yeah yeah go. it's going to be the demand. the amount of welsh going there it's going to be insane yeah. <laughs> um brilliant but yeah so moving off uh, kill you then let's go, talk about machu picchu because this is one that that does get a lot of cues and um cues around it and when that when we're looking at temperature i mean any any time of the year is is not good on machu picchu there are certain times we kind of record you know it, we, we kind of recommend not going because it, do, it does rain quite a bit there obviously you're not a million miles away from the amazon um so you can imagine the types of climate leah obviously you know in, 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 in tropical australia very, very similar. But with Machu Picchu there's, if you go say March, April time, it's probably gonna rain. Then when you move into kind of May, you're coming into the dry season. And then when you go into really June or July, they're the kind of busiest, most popular times yeah. because they have the best weather. Um, and you will see a lot of our dates are those kind of, so May onwards, um, you know, and and, and essentially the, the kind of end of spring, summer is kind of the best time. Um, it's not saying you couldn't go any of, because majority, it's like anything. You can go anytime to Everest Base Camp. We don't run anytime, but you can go anytime yeah. to Base Camp. Um, we know there's probably people that trekking there right now, uh, but it's just risky with the weather because it's this monsoon season. That's it. I think um, Machu Picchu. There's not
1: any. You're not going to have any delays like Lukla. Yeah. You just might yeah. have to experience a little bit of sort of rain, yeah. which, you know, I. It doesn't put me off going on these trips because I think to myself, this isn't like. I'm yeah. going on holiday to sit on a beach for a week where you don't want any rain this is like a trekking adventure <laughs> so you know any of the weather that's thrown at you and stuff like that is just all part of it so yeah but you are right we do try and channel our trips isn't into day you got the
0: best yeah the best experience and you know because if if there's if it's if it's nice weather awesome if it's bad weather you're like oh, i'll deal with it but you prefer some good weather yeah um but anyway uh, just for Kevin Beaver. Hey Kev, how's it going? Geordie Kev. Uh high Slam barris for the Wales England game. Great stuff, mate. Yeah, I I met Kevin there um last year, wasn't it, Kev? I think. Um he's now booked in on, on a on a couple of trips. But Kev, hope all is well. I saw you out and about hiking, mate, but um, yeah, I think it was with the escapees, wasn't it? So great to see uh you're out and about with the uh, Evertrack community, mate. It's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> always yeah you, you never know if you're sitting in a pub you know I could just walk in you never know yeah um yeah it's mad how life works isn't it but <clears> okay <throat> absolute pleasure to, to catch up mate And can't wait to to meet you again um but right yeah Dave should we uh with, with Machu Picchu sorry No, we covered Nepal covered Kili Machu Picchu temperatures then let's talk about temperatures a bit because especially with with Machu Picchu it's it's one of our I'd I'd say warmest trips that we've got I'd say in so, terms of on the trek. right? Yeah. it
1: doesn't really drop below zero that much. Not really, no. Mm. I mean, it may do in the night. Yeah. Um, as you get to the higher altitudes, it might sort of dip below zero. Yeah. But generally speaking, it's quite a warm, mild trip. It kind of it doesn't sit on the extreme at either end. Yeah. Um, which is really which is really good because it just means that. You know, although we always say prepare for four seasons on every trip, yeah, on this one, you're not really going to experience like it's not like those of you that experience Gorek Shep, you know, when it's like minus 20. That's sort of a bit of a rare occasion for, for that to happen. Um, but yeah, so, uh, nice. two thumbs up for Dave's shirt selection today. I know Stephen. they're loving it they're, they're they're n- it, they're noticing it, mate. They're I noticing. Know. Um, I'm wondering, I'm sorry. Trying should we find something? Should we uh, uh
0: fire into some questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to find something. I so yeah but it's okay that's all right back we'll on well um this is all live this
1: is all good yeah so uh <laughs> emily rogers has said i looking to do the Annapurna base camp in may next year for uh, most of the trip you will be looking to wear shorts and a light jacket yeah. or more trousers and a big coat um so to be honest during mm. the daytime when you're trekking um if you go in in may you're probably going to be fine in shorts and t-shirts a lot of people do trek like that particularly in the early sections of the trip yeah um, you will probably well you will definitely need to bring some trousers um, and some warmer clothes because as you get higher in altitude it does get colder and yeah. colder and colder also in the evenings and stuff like that it will get cold um, it also it you know, may is not the same every year sometimes it's warmer sometimes it's cooler um i've been in may one time and it was you know well april we went in and uh, everest region to be fair and it was snowing and we had blizzards and things like that and you know it's pretty pretty unpredictable so i would say yeah bring some shorts um and t-shirts trek light trek cool but also bring some warmer stuff as well because you will definitely need it particularly when you're going over like Thorang la pass and stuff like that it's going to get very tough very cold um high altitude stuff so yeah you're going to want to again prepare for the four seasons
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, and a a peace cap as well. Uh, I say because I know Marky V's just done it uh, with Sandra and the rest of the Ever Trek team um, in May. Um, congratulations, Marky V! Look, pictures looked amazing. Yeah, I'll have to get some of them off you. <laughs> but no, really, really, really good, mate. Yeah, I'm proud of you guys for doing it as well. I know you've been uh, planning that for some time. Um, so I'm going to jump ahead here just because I've seen it. Uh, but I think Sophie asked about best time to go to K2. Yeah, um, I know you go in yeah in a few years. To be honest we uh, and you mentioned school holidays there we only actually run the trips in july and august so yeah perfect um you know which is it's mad because we, we usually don't run too many trips in the middle of the year but i think with the scope of trips we've got now um you know we're used, so used to running certain trekking seasons but um yeah with k2 uh base camp in pakistan um you'll see all the dates of uh, yeah, unless i'm mistaken yeah i think all the dates of july and august yeah so yeah sophie have a look mate um I'm not sure we got any 2025 dates out yet, but I'm sure we can we can put one in. Um, you know, if you guys wanted to book in, I'm sure we could we could sort, of sort that out yeah. for you. Okay. Um, but yeah, it'd be uh, be great to have you on another trip, Sophie. Awesome. Yeah, I saw you just come back from uh, the Arctic. I hope it was good. It looked amazing, by the way. Uh, well, jealous. <laughs> Love the Arctic. So I know. It's on my um, she, I, it's it's on my, it was Svalbard, wasn't it? It was Svalbard. It looked amazing. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely yeah. on my bucket list. Yeah.
1: Um, I have a quick question from um, uh, Georgie Clark again. Any plans for somewhere different, like the Dolomites in Italy? Yeah. We looked at the Dolomites. Yeah. Well, um, it's, we, we definitely it's want on the move, agenda. Definitely. Yeah, we definitely want to move into um a couple of European countries and yeah, and get some trips out there. Just because one, it's very convenient and close. Um, you know, so you don't need to take in a massive amount of time off to go over there and experience it. Um, but it's a little bit different than doing business in our usual spots, which are yeah. more remote and far-flung. So it's about trying to find the best team over there that we can use to make those trips like an Evertrek trip. Because we like yeah. our trips to run pretty much the same way every time, which is you have guided support from local companies. So you get to learn as well as trekking and you get to yeah. sort of really immerse yourself in the experience um so yeah we are looking into it um it's a case of watch this space you know i don't know if it'll be done in sort of the near future but you know definitely well i'd say yeah near future yeah we, not, we, not too far away we can't really yeah. put a time scale on it because we haven't really landed on a point where we can start building it yet um but we are looking yeah around.
0: definitely i think um europe's a big one for us i think we're so used to running um you know things so far away but you know we, we're we're getting closer we're getting closer we've um uh, you know iceland is certainly one that um will be will be released very soon um and also as well in the in the pyrenees because these are ones that um we've recently kind of um you know got up and running if you like um and we're not we're not a million miles away from doing it over the next kind of month or two um it's just that we've essentially i mean you know a lot of you have been part of this journey for some time now with us i know you've been part of the um community for, for a very long time and you know it's so thanks you know a million thanks for sticking with us and it's amazing. But we, you know, a big part of it for us was that we had to concentrate really, our focus was about getting back to running trips, um, you know, after a mad two years. So we've had to prioritize a lot of internal stuff, you know, resources, et cetera, just to make sure that, you know, we, we wanted to um, make sure those trips are as awesome as possible. So yeah, definitely the, the other trips that we've, you know, there's a lot of things that we've had that we've had to kind of bump a little bit along. Um, you know which and we've got some we've got some great stuff coming over the next year guys we're really excited i don't want to give too much away but we um you know cuz i hate to i saying say it like this and then it's like oh six 6 months down the line but we're we got some really exciting stuff uh, for evertrack um in in the future and uh, you know uh, these would have already been here for covid but it has slowed us down a little bit but it's not going to stop us yeah we um we're really excited about like a lot of different things and it's not just europe either like you know we're um I know, Sophie. You mentioned Svalbard and things like that. You know, there's there's so many adventures that that are out there. We, you know, there, there's no limit really. Um, we obviously don't want to go too far because we're, we're quite specialist and, you know, um, all but one of our trips uh, are high altitude. So you know, we feel like we're high altitude specialist. So there has to be some difficulty with it. Um, but certainly, we're going to be expanding our our, uh, our products, if you like. Yeah. um It's just a matter of time now. So yeah uh won't be long I know you're really excited to get back and yeah Dolomites is amazing um talk about Svalbard that's awesome you know we talk about maybe going to Antarctica even maybe um not not maybe definitely um the summit of Everest you know there's there's so much on the agenda so yeah um keep joining these tune-ins keep up to date obviously you're all on our our list anyway. you're in the Facebook group of course yeah and um honestly as soon as we've got like you know dates or specific prices for or any of these offerings we talked about and there's a couple coming soon um you know we'll let you guys know because we we know you're as excited as, as us to, to to go on on these things yeah um yeah and we're really excited about it really excited yeah i want to go. Sorry, I, tangent there but i just need to explain it <laughs>
1: No, mate, that's fine um yeah i really i can't wait um so we have we uh davey and has said what about south pole Exped's Absolutely as a five-day 60 mile trek uh ski called the last 62 degrees um yeah th- i'm pretty sure i heard of that i'm pretty sure i spoke to some guys at the travel show that were doing something along those lines yeah, um they honestly it, it's it, it, yes every single one of your recommendations is probably something that we've already looked at but it does take time to build. So like you were saying, you know, in the future, these things will be around, but it's just a matter of trying to, yeah, you know, pick which ones we focus on first and which ones we get there first. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> no, um, excuse me. Some of the stuff they were talking there about, who is it, were they tracking, about, uh, someone
0: who had a traumatic brain injury and then- I think it was Jane. Um, what is it? I think it was
1: Jane. Yeah, yeah I can't see it in the comments. Jane. Post a link. I'll yeah, look up on there. that. I Find that interesting.
0: Thirty uh, percent vision in one eye. She's doing the fourteen peaks. Yeah, I've, I've been reading about that. She's awesome. I have forgotten her name now, but um, yeah, so I think she's got the new world record now. I think she's done like six peaks. In uh, she beat NIMS's record. Oh, that's her. I, th- I think that's if if I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, she, I think she did. Um, like, she did six eight thousanders, didn't yeah. she? in something
1: in like a few weeks and uh, beat yeah. NIMS's record for the. For, that's just six eight thousand this
0: I'm sure he'll get it back you know what he's like <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's probably, he's... I love the bits but he uh, he, he needs those records
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah so another quick question yeah, yeah. here from Laurie Moody uh it's not weather related that's fine can we, can we answer that of course Are you sure yeah okay. all right maybe not no I'll okay. joking okay. any any okay. question guys it's not weather related but how soon <laughs> before my EBC start date should I expect the Evertrek pack um, good question. It's a very good question. Um, Lauren, who's on the uh, phones, might actually type a, a yeah. more accurate response. This is where Lauren is biting her nails now. That I'm going <laughs> to say, you'll get it in. You know, you'll you get, get it straight choice. this time, and it won't be. We um, basically because we wanted them all to be individualized, so they're not just like a, yeah. a, a standard thing that we can order in bulk and then just post out. They're all yeah. printed specifically with your name, your trip, your itinerary. Um, so it does take a little bit of time and we try to get through them in sort of trip order. Um, so, uh, you know, we do arrange to get them, I think, anything between a few months to a few weeks before you go, right? Yeah. is realistically when they're going to arrive. Um, we do, we are looking at sort of new ways to kind of get that a lot sort of faster and and a lot quicker, but the thing is like all of these things, when we launched these planners, um, you know, we maybe had, you know, 300 people a year going to base camp, you know, we think this is an amazing idea. This is great. <laughs> and it is now we have a thousand people a year, pretty much going to Everest base camp mm. um, plus Kili plus Machu Picchu plus Tupcal, plus Ecuador um, plus, you know, and, and all of these trips, like I say, it's not just on a Paul one and an African one. It's a island peak one. It's a Mera peak one. It's a Tukal 4-day, Tukal 8-day. So yeah, we will aim to get them to you probably within a few months or a few weeks before you go.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly, because we're still, um, you know, we are have to prioritize the people The trips are coming up, um, and then we, we do them in, in, in nice big batches, so yeah, um, I was trying to find your your date then, Laurie, literally, I'm, my phone's playing up, um, just to find out when you're going, but yeah, you, you'll, you'll get it in plenty of time um, for your trip, and um, you'll get your, your little neck buff as well, so we can see that on the mountains, yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you know, hopefully you find it useful, we know a lot of people like to keep it, and make notes in it, and just have it as a bit of a keepsake, really. Um you I know, we, got one. sorry, Dave. Well, there's one there's one on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I done something different in the office. Basically, every planner for every country we've done, we've we've got one done and we've put it on the office wall because I like these planners. They're, uh, they're something that we've we really, really find well, we I hope you guys find really useful if you've had it. Um, you know, especially for every trip that you book on, you'll get a different planner. Um and it's the, the idea was that you've got something physical to you know, because I know people, people like things digital these days, and we've got the app, we've got the group, we've got, you know, the members area, but I thought something physical is always nice to get, you know, and mm. you can just draw on it, and write notes, and read it, you know, especially if you're somewhere, like once you're on the trek, because people take it on the trek with them, and they just refer back to it a bit, and it's a yeah. bit like their Bible, if you like, um, that we've we've had some feedback on, which is awesome. Good scrapbook item. Yeah, it's, it's cool, and you know, it's uh, it's got your name on it as well, so which is always a little night, but... Uh, always always quite nice but yeah it will it will come in 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 plenty of time um oh wicked Mona's got hers for tubecal wicked um yeah Mona can't wait for you to get on the tubecal trip mate you're gonna have yeah. a absolutely awesome I mean, time.
1: a good way to get a buff before you get your planner is to come see us at like a travel <laughs> trip. <laughs> that's good um, there's another reason why she's got a few more yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so exactly. come see us at Keswick <laughs> the adventure travel show anywhere else
0: we're going uh we are up to gone wild festival actually in august yeah uh with bear grills so yeah that'd be really good yeah um, so I'm excited about it. yeah if you
1: want to come meet us um you're more likely get one than not or book yeah. on to a training weekend i'm pretty sure we can bring you yep, on the training again yeah. um yeah so there's plenty of opportunity to get one but you just have to
0: come and meet us <laughs> and um
1: yeah and i'll give you one in exchange for booking a trip easy um
0: mm-hmm. right sorry i i feel like i've skipped ahead of a load of questions there we, we've had a bunch come in where are we, Dave, with the questions? Any that, um,
1: you want to back on So let's have a quick look. So keep, I keep
0: I keep the only one that keeps like showing up on my phone is Leah telling me she likes my t-shirt like, <laughs> I, I I'm just reading that as well. Uh, actually Jerome uh, just spotted a good one. Yetis, other drying facilities, the tea houses in case of monsoon rain, etc. So pretty much the, the way um, most of the tea houses are built is that in the middle of the tea house, especially the communal area where you have your um, where you have your, uh, you know, your lunch, your dinner, your breakfast, and your, where you hang out. There's usually, um, you know, and, and some are different, some are built a bit differently, but I'd say 80% of the time, this is how they are. You've got a big kind of cast iron stove in the middle. Now, I wouldn't recommend putting things on there, but the closer they get to it, you can imagine mm. they, they dry. I mean, unfortunately, because these are essentially, um, you know, people's houses, which have expanded to accommodate trekkers, um, they, uh, there's no kind of drying room. Some might have might have done it. Um, you know, some might be better than others. You might find a hot water pipe that might you might be able to do it. You might be able to hang it outside and let it dry. Um, some people do that, mm-hmm. especially like if you get to say Namche, and you've got two days there, uh, or Dingboche. Um, some people, you know, maybe they have got sweaty clothes, maybe they've washed them. Some people hang them on the back of their day pack while they're walking mm-hmm. um, to dry off in the sun because. The sun can be quite intense during the day. Um, you know, some some of them do have maybe uh, some of the tea houses have a line outside. You know, have a chat with the owners. Say, can I dry this? I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Um, but yeah, there's no specific drying rooms, but um, I'm sure you you'll be fine. But other than that, if it's on the descent back to Kathmandu, just from experience, sometimes you're like, right, okay, those those are done now. They're not going to get dry by the next time I wear them. Yeah, I'll just dry them when I get home you know, and they're in my bag until we get back.
1: I've done a couple of base layers usually because it's nice to have Mm. a a cleaner one, but um, usually I'll give them a little bit of a scrub. Mostly I think at Dingboche I do it. I can't be bothered in Namchi because I haven't really, Mm. by the time I get there, I've only done like two days trekking. Yeah. But when I get to Dingboche, I've done a few more days and usually there's like, it's it's quite open, the sun hits the valley, put them on a rock within a few hours, toasty. Although one time I did do it and I went back and it was covered in snow, <laughs> <laughs> so because so, you never
0: know, yeah, because <laughs>
1: you never know. But that that's the uh, that's the Himalayan gamble, um, the Himalayan gamble, the though. Himalayan gamble. Uh, Rebecca said, "How hey, about yeah. some bright coloured buff guys?" Do you know what if you? If you want to get some sharpies and brighten it up, Rebecca? That's yeah. fine. Um, but no, we, we we have to we have to we have to stick to the brand. I know, I know. We, um, yeah, you we, we never know. We could we could change it up a bit over the next couple of years. You know, what we could do we, we could, could do some like pink a, ones, orange could, ones, but they have the same design. Maybe right? a special edition buff or something. Yeah, you know, that's for like right, a yeah. particular day or something. We'll do a special edition.
0: Well, it's, it's we've got a big couple of years coming up in terms of um, you know how how long we've been going, etc. So you never know, we could do a a special edition one. That's that's a good point, actually. Yeah. I like that. Um, Right, Dave, any other questions there? I'm just gonna go into- Yeah, Jane wants
1: us to do the outdoor expo next year. Oh yeah. Um, Okay, We'll make a note and have a look at it. We We did look at that this year, actually. We tried to get into as many, but our regular spots are the Keswick Mountain Festival and the um, Adventure Travel Show in London, London, which obviously got moved didn't they yes um, they canceled this year well they rescheduled they it, rescheduled yeah they've had a um we were there what, 2019 2020 yeah um and then COVID. otherwise we would have been there twice since then it's a good oh. show that one but intense you know lots of go- lots of things going on but it's camping is it oh yeah
0: <laughs> sorry couldn't help it intense i uh, know i got it yeah. yeah yeah it
1: took you a while hang on a minute and can you see that it's split so- wide open
0: hey we're not talking about two counter yeah
1: wow <laughs> anyway i you want to take that one right at the fact. there Here we
0: go I'm sorry I couldn't resist no it's fine Nice, fine, mate. Nice, fine. you're right enough um yeah uh, brilliant, brilliant. Shoot, no. sorry mate rain rain two coming up round two coming up Mate, you're going to smash it you're going to smash it yeah. um but no it is really good the events travel show isn't it uh but the outdoor expo yeah we did look at it there was a reason why we, we we didn't in the end I don't know potentially what it was I think it was quite busy but you know, in in the future, we'll we'll definitely look at them. Um, ah, Splash Maps, Andy. Just you know what? I I used Splash Maps about six seven years ago. They're really really good, really really good. Yeah. Um, I I remember early days they sent some examples to us. Yeah, we 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 we've been looking at that. We're always quite conscious of um, you know, you know what we're like. We want to keep the uh, clearly we like the you know we want to make sure it's branded. But yeah, Splash Maps do some really good stuff. Um. You know I, I've, I've used them before uh, and I, I yeah, highly recommend them if there's anyone that, that wants to get um, get anything from Splash Maps Yeah, really um, cool really nice people as well uh, met them a few times yeah I think we saw them at the show adventure travel show something yeah like that. we did think, yeah, yeah, they yeah, they a were couple then. of shows met yeah, those yeah. guys
1: um, that's grown loads yeah, it's one good thing about this show you know we tend to we tend to meet so many good people and uh, yeah I know it's so great. great get so many good ideas um, Keswick was brilliant I love Keswick
0: Keswick was great Keswick's hard it's a bit different outdoor show isn't it um, yeah you know again intense. weather that uh, is intense that is intense yeah well, in gazebos <laughs> um right so look uh, do, uh so i'm just coming uh, for pride monthly yeah that's a good it's a good idea that's a good idea no no i wear the t-shirt for, for pride uh okay i think they're talking about getting a pride buff made up well uh, we have a track on it also so i don't wear the t-shirt on so up uh, to you I do both. You can go skins. Yeah. Yeah. Why, do, not? yeah why not? Yeah. Could, could do both. <laughs> um, but no. Going back to trying try to bring it back to um, uh, to weather, um, just around you know anything really. And mm. you know I know we we still got a little bit of time. But when it comes to to weather on trips, it is just about having the right gear. Um, you know majority of you have been on trips with us already. Uh, for those that haven't, you know that if there's if you think about any trip that we really do, okay, we have got some some kind of specialist ones. If you're trekking the UK, you've probably got kind of eighty-nine percent of the gear already. Uh, don't think that you need any massively specialist gear. You probably got it because we're so used to all the conditions that we get here in the UK. Um, you know, you're thinking about waterproof bottoms, you're thinking about a Gore-Tex jacket or Paramo or some form of. Uh, you know, obviously some some companies have their own version, uh, like Rab. Um, you know, they've got their their own. Uh, was it Vaporize? Um, you got yeah. you got so many different materials and technology out there that can Pertex. help you yeah protects that's it with uh, Pertex. that's for the down jackets isn't it for the uh,
1: uh yeah and also the um the waterproof membrane oh, really? as well yeah they have a Pertex uh, membrane yes. as well that's their own one and then cortex because i yeah. think it's relatively similar technology they just keep it's just in-house
0: it's just made their own way and yeah rab, rab's good i mean all our evertrek jackets are rab um you know the waterproof ones that we were on the training weekends and all, all, all the team get um you know because they're we've used them in in the welsh weather they got smashed personally i've got some other ones like um you've got the burghouse extreme range Mm -hmm. pricey you're talking four to maybe 650 pounds a jacket which is nuts but they are bomb proof a bit like um uh was it the mountain equipment lootsey jacket which is you know been around for donkey's years but still, they keep bringing it out, and it's still one of the best jackets out there. Yeah, and you can get that for about two hundred quid for a Gore-Tex jacket. Yeah, no, um, pretty good one. Yeah. Pretty good, for a I bomb-proof mean, Gore-Tex jacket.
1: It's one of those where I, I tend to do a bit of shopping. <laughs> Excuse me. You get go the right time of year. That yeah. website, like Sports Pursuit. You yeah, can get yeah. Really good, like um, Gore-Tex Pro jackets on there with you know hundreds of pounds off. Um, really, really good. I think it's one of those. Uh, with it it is one of those that you get when yeah. you pay for. But it's also true. You, you have to look after them yeah so if you get a 500 pound architeric waterproof jacket and then you don't reproof it and you don't look after it and you think you can just wear it every day yeah um it will fail just like and it's just like a just like a 10 pound one you know um, yeah so it is about looking after them um i've just spotted a little uh, comment that we missed actually oh really uh, from good old john from bretonio hey um and he asked a question about the kilimanjaro visa is that for, oh yeah, because
0: he's thinking about going. Yeah, it? so he's yeah. thinking about going in
1: February. And he's done a little bit of a, um, a pre-look at the, the visa and he's been having nice. a little bit of difficulty getting it. Yeah. So thought, okay, yeah. I, we have been aware of this, aren't we? That,
0: yeah, is, is that the, the visa process online? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. A few comments in the group about it I saw.
1: Yeah, yeah so with Kilimanjaro, uh, the last time I did it, it, was very easy to go online and you fill out the yeah. online visa process and it's all very uh, done quite quickly. But as I understand it, a lot of their links aren't working. Um, And I think sometimes the upload feature doesn't work. Um, And so there's a couple of issues with people getting it. My best advice is to, A, persevere, um, try a number of different things like, you know, uh, head of IT here always helps me, you know, shift F5, clear the cache, try it in incognito mode, all of that sort of stuff. (laughs) Try it on your phone, try it on your laptop. But um, if it doesn't work, uh, the best thing to do is call the embassy. Yeah. Uh, um and get some advice on that and actually proceeding with it because it's in their interest to help you get that visa that's what they're there yeah. for that's they have a whole department i'm sure set up to kind of help people get through the visa process um and a lot of people i think sometimes are hesitant to pick up the phone to the embassies um yeah. because you know they've probably seen it on like you know in more extreme cases you know when people get banged up abroad they call it they're there to help all travellers. So give them a call, explain the situation, and I'm sure they'll be able to help you. Um, we've had a look at it, and it yeah. was a little bit glitchy. I did manage to get through a lot of the menu, but um, some of it, yeah, is a bit glitchy. Would you agree, And?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I, again, I just wanted to go through some of the comments because you know, obviously, it's great that we have the questions on email as well. But I'm conscious about kind of maybe some of the subjects that are kind of you know being discussed in in the in the group. And just to you know, make sure we we get those answered. So you know, good good question, John. But it is, I think, yeah, one thing I think we're all learning, and I think a lot of evertrackers are learning is that some of the online uh, process, visa processes aren't as streamlined, or the websites aren't as good as we're used to. Um, you know, for for some reason, um, and I, I I've had this with a few different countries. I remember when I when I was uh, sorting my um, I think it was the pre arrival form for Morocco. Yeah, it was so slow but I think try and try and have a little bit of patience with it. I know it's, it's a pain and, and, you know, I suppose, cause I, it's the same as anything, isn't it? If, 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 you kind of, um, try not to worry about it too much cause it will be resolved. And if I always think last worst case scenario, although it's not best, if it doesn't work and you can't sort it, you can do it when you arrive. It's, it's not ideal, but at least, um, you know, if, if it's one thing I've learned about any, any form of travel, you can generally sort it on the ground. I mean, there are places you can't do that. <laughs> you know, you've got to like, yeah. um, you know, with certain countries uh, that we run to, obviously it's, it's a bit bit more process, you know, thinking like Pakistan, for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, where, you know, fingers crossed, you know, and who knows what will happen with Elbrus and Russia. I mean, that's that's another story. Um, but, you know, again, there's processes you've got to get to when, when we're able to run to these places. But majority of the time, if it doesn't work online and even the embassy, it can't be done, you can do it when you arrive, uh, but you're right though. You, you mentioned about calling the embassy, yeah, um, or go into the embassy, like like especially with the, the Nepalese visa. Um, who was it? I think it was yeah. Jerome mentioned a lot of evertrackers go to go to uh, London and get it done if logistically it works for you guys. I know yeah. not everyone here lives within driving or train distance to to London. Um, you know, wish they had one in Cardiff or maybe up in, in Scotland as well, which would be great. But uh, yeah, it's um, it can be a, a little bit of a baulic um but yeah. hopefully guys uh, you know you, you sort that out and and you know because we're not directly involved with the visa process you know we, we can only pass on some Assisting. of our advice you know um but we hope uh, you get all that sorted whether it's by phone or by post or yeah um actually go into these places yeah. you know i find with tanzania probably
1: the best bet is to call them yeah nepal embassy in uh, kensington i think it is in london you don't yeah. need an appointment but it's always best to call them to make yeah. sure they're still open because I know a couple of people made a long journey to London um, and there was <coughs> actually me. a festival on in Nepal they have a lot of festivals when that happens they're likely to close and celebrate with their families yeah, yeah. Um, so it's always best to call ahead or make sure they're open before you make the journey because if you do get there and um, yeah like Tihar or something like that is happening you'll be banging on them you know the door
0: yeah so, and, and there's a lot of festivals but so I just read Leah's comment it's a 17-hour drive to my place in the Paul Embassy in Australia one way. Wow. Mate, that sounds like a heck of Australia. a road trip. That sounds awesome. Make a weekend of it. Australia <laughs> is unreasonably big, isn't it? Oh, yeah, mate.
1: It's, Do you amazing. I, when it's I, amazing. When place. I flew to Australia, I remember when we were like flying, like we entered Australian airspace, yeah. and I thought, oh, great, nearly there. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's all like five hours. It, yeah, it's, 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 it's on continent really,
0: isn't it? Even? And uh,
1: what's amazing is when you look down and you're flying over like central Australia, there's these huge swaths of land that just have no light on them. And then yeah. you see these tiny little pockets of like little uh, areas. I want to travel around Australia more. My cousins live there. I should really mm. make more of an effort to visit.
0: Well, Leah, you should go, you should go and visit Leah.
1: Should, I'm we'll sure she'd like Leah. an invite in the old Bris
0: uh, Vegas. Yeah, Is it? I've, I've only ever been to um, Sydney. Ah, oh, mate, you got, yeah. I mean, I, I'm very fortunate to, to have lived out there and absolutely love it. Miss it all the time. Is it true in Australia?
1: Um, like, there's a lot of rivalries, isn't there? Don't like the Brisbane people hate the Melbourne people?
0: The Melbourne well, people hate the Sydney I, people. Maybe Leah can tell maybe me. Maybe that's just human beings. Maybe right? that's just human yeah. beings. Rivalries yeah. form everywhere on the planet, don't they? Yeah. yeah. It's just human beings, I think. I mean, naturally, if there's sport, it creates some sort of rivalry. Yeah. Yeah, you get your interstate stuff, but. Leah, tell me if I'm wrong, mate. Yeah, I, I, I Cairns, love all of you. What's Cairns like? That's hot, isn't it? Cairns, lovely. That's yeah, a place. scoop scuba up. It's,
1: it's, it's an amazing word because by saying it, you end up doing an Australian <laughs> accent. Uh,
0: you, can, try and do it with a Newport accent. This is going
1: to be hard. For oh me, yeah, man. I have to try and pro. I see. I can't just jump into it. Just I got a golden look chain. Gold gold looking chain.
0: Yeah, you know Zedbad. I'm on my way to Cairns. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Pretty yeah, good. you know. <laughs> Brilliant. Sorry, I know we uh, we digressed there, went to Australia and Newport accents and Goldie looking chain, but um, <laughs> that's not bad, actually. You no know, true story? Obviously. We love
1: Melbourne. Like we, Twice uh... in my
0: life. I was in Cuba, right, right? Right. And I was sitting
1: by the pool chatting away and mm-hmm. someone came up to me and said, who's from Newport then? Right? Well, you, you obviously heard me. Yeah, you, you heard me. Another yeah, time yeah. I was in Florida yeah, yeah, on a bus on my way to the airport at the end and someone stood up and said, All right, who's from the Goldie looking chain? <laughs> Newport internationally <laughs> renamed city
0: Leah's like yeah don't do that accent in Australia okay yeah, you've been pre-warned Dave so, yeah I think uh, next time it, you're down that, mate,
1: that's a slap on the wrist wasn't it don't yeah. go for it that's a slap on the wrist. do you know yeah. the thing is oh, I feel like we have a king you know a kindred spirit here because being Welsh and we have to put up with quite a lot of oh, you, want like <laughs> and, you know brilliant Andy does a good Irish accent uh, sometimes
0: yeah. yes I know let's, let's hear it. uh oh. yeah, not like <laughs> so we're yeah, gonna, we've offended the Australians and the Welsh uh, <laughs> so we're gonna leave you ever on a training weekend or a festival or you meet me at a pub like Kevin did um I'll do an Irish accent yeah Ramona can't do an Irish accent <laughs> <laughs> brilliant brilliant God I feel like we've gone into comedy mode now David <laughs> instead of weather but no um look I, I hope you found it useful today um I know whenever we talk about weather it's you know there are good times to go there aren't um that there's never a bad time to go, it's just, you, you're just going to get wet, <laughs> essentially, um, you know, especially like you're thinking about Nepal, um, you know, you're thinking about, um, you know, high wind, um, it, it makes a good point, Jerome put Aconcagua there, like there are times where it's actually dangerous to go in, into Aconcagua, yeah. To Aconcagua, that's why the weather window for Aconcagua is only really like, you know, six weeks to, to, to two months. Um, you know, it's really short weather window for, for peaks like that. Yeah. The You know, when you've got the weather windows in in Nepal, uh, so you've got spring and then you've got the, um and you've got the autumn, Um, you know, just to, to sort of reiterate as well. So Kili, you can do it any time of the year, but, you know, if you go in, uh, in dry season, nine times out of 10, you you'd be fine. Might get a little bit of rain. Any yeah. other time, bring a poncho. I know, uh, I know Sophie's going to bring a poncho for Kili. Well done. 100%. You might get lucky. You might get lucky. Um, uh, But whatever happens, you're going to have a great time um you know then you're talking about machu picchu like you said if you can uh the dry season kind of starts the end of may um so the the most popular times then the two months after that and definitely but the most popular then the busiest so you can go any other time but it's generally which is going to be quieter um but again risk of, of, some, of some weather and cold um so just things to, to kind of think about really um for those two trips yeah. um any questions before we go guys around weather just want to um, just before we finalize, Les, Dave, you got anything, um, oh, anything else you want to share today? I don't know whether I can be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and that's it. And um, you
1: know, just, just to echo what Andy said there about the weather, it shouldn't be a deterrent. Um, yeah. You know, If it's the only time of year you can go, you shouldn't think, oh God, I can't, because that's when there's going to be some rain. If we're running trips, it means that those trips are accessible. Yeah. Um, but if you have any questions, give us a call, because we can yeah. always talk about ways you can sort of get around problems. So for instance, if you're going to Nepal, and it's sort of mid to early September um, then perhaps having the an extra few days at the end of your trip might be a good idea just to account for any potential delays yeah. but other than that you're still going to the Himalayas you're guaranteed to see Everest you're going to have an awesome time. Oh Dave um, apparently your why is
0: Dave's t-shirt spelt backwards. Have you flipped us? Shall I, um, uh, shall I try it and see if D- this this will blow everyone's mind now. Eh? Oh wow Dave what's happened? That's weird <laughs> isn't it? That's too, like what does everyone think about this is this work? No. Are we on the wrong side i reckon? think it's it's definitely uh it's definitely the other way around let's let's, let's go back let's go back Dave. let's go back should yeah, we on. go back yeah um <clears throat> no there's yeah just looking at it there oh Haley, you had to bring it to the boots didn't you you had to bring it to the boots uh, leather or canvas boots for the different weather um i don't know what, what boots would you use then um to be honest i actually use um couple of pairs of boots
1: okay so well okay first of all answer the question whether or not it's leather or canvas to be honest that's a personal preference yeah they both can be waterproof with a lot of them are Gore-Tex I think the leather is more likely um, to last a lot longer Um, just because of the nature of it it tends not to get as saturated as like a a more of a fabric boot um, which does like hold a lot more water and then the Gore-Tex membrane stops it from getting through to your foot Um, so you do have to look after them both personally i've moved towards more of a leather boot so yeah. when it comes to my hiking boot um if i'm just going out on a hike um i'll use a um a mingle Bhutan, which is um a boot that i've um, bingo it was actually recommended to me a good few years ago um by an yeah. evertrekker on a training weekend who said she had the same boots for 11 years wow what boots are they i go through 50 a week um <laughs> she recommended these boots and i thought okay i'll try them and not only did I find them really comfortable from the get-go, they required no wearing in, which was a surprise. Um, they also <laughs> um, helped a lot with my foot in and a yeah. Um But then again, you know, I do have another pair of last sportivas that are more of a mixture of like a hard plastic and fabric. Yeah. They're um, Gore-Tex and they're designed for trekking, but they're also uh, um, C2 crampon compatible. Um, so I would say- Nice, if, mate, nice. If, it's a, if it's a hiking boot, I would say mm. try on multiple pairs. Yeah. Um, wear them around the house for a good few hours, um, and then if they don't work, send them back. Try
0: another pair. Definitely, um, uh, you know, definitely personal preference, isn't it? There's so many different boots out there. I mean, obviously, we we can talk about mandles all, all day, um, you know. But then I've we've used other boots that are just as good. Um, you know, we just we're just attached to them boots at the moment. Yeah? literally. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, hence the reason why bingo is, is happening all the time. But hey, um, yeah, and, and great to get some feedback as well. I think it was Jan. Thanks for brilliant tuning in, informative and fun. Jan, great stuff, mate. Thanks for, for joining in. Um, and to everyone else as well. But uh, hey, Joel, uh, just seen his comments as well. Joel, nice to see you on here, mate. Joel, I, I wonder where he was. I know, I wonder where he, he was, was, was as well. I'll, there we go. I'll, I'll time to call this on, <laughs> I think he's been—he's just been enjoying it in the background.
1: Mate, it's the same time every week. How hey, can you possibly be <laughs> Um well wow. Yeah, might you, talking of boots, mind that the uh, Keswick um, Trail Magazine had a massive sale, didn't they? Yeah, they the did. For charity, they I got did. a brand new pair of C2 Mendel, uh Jorsey. I think
0: they're called boots. Yeah. Twenty quid. It's crazy. They—they they were absolutely amazing. That blew my crazy mind. Crazy amount of discounts, but. Yeah, you, get, you have to take it when uh, when you've been there. <laughs> you've been crafting. Now, honestly. Um, he's, a, he's a joker, isn't he? I know. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, it's been great to, to, to catch up again. Um, yeah, do come next week. We've got a little bit of a treat for you next week. Um, and, yeah, I promise you it won't be about weather, um, but it will be about something even more. Yeah, awesome. mate. I'm really looking forward to us doing the tune-in next week. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, great to see you all. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Awesome, so I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast um, Yeah, that was certainly a little bit different, wasn't it? From the Tuesday tune-in, but I hope yeah, you enjoyed it
1: I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate, thanks Now, if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast um, You know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes trying to reach as many people as possible and if it's helped you, leave us a lovely review um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week Yeah, all the best guys, bye I'm
1: mm-hmm.